Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. As we kick off, I have something so exciting to share with you. I'm hosting another completely free masterclass on Monday, January 8th, all about unmasking your authentic code. It's a masterclass in self-trust. We're gonna be doing the classics. We're gonna be doing EFT tapping to clear shame, a guided meditation, an exercise for manifestation, and so much more. Link is in the description below to sign up and it'll be straight to your inbox on Monday morning. Okay, team, welcome to another episode. We're back at it again. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I am so excited about this new chapter that we're in together. I know there's a lot of talk about this being, you know, the Gregorian calendar. It really doesn't represent an accurate new year cosmically or astrologically, but I do think there is definitely something to be said about everybody coming together collectively to turn the page together and to reflect on what's happened over the last year, Um, especially if you are in a place in the world that's experiencing winter right now. I do think it's a beautiful reflection point that has a lot of closeness to the energy of the solstice. So I do think it's auspicious and not something to be overlooked. And I love any points that we can take to look at, uh, at our patterns, at our habits, of what we're proud of ourselves for, of how we want to grow, of how we want to deepen our rest and our introspection. So I certainly use New Year's and my birthday as these reflection points. So happy New Year. I am curious to know what your word of the year might be. You'll have to send me a DM and let me know what your word of the year feels like. Mine is joy. Mine is joy. I was telling you guys, I think last episode that it was intimacy for my last year, and that was certainly real in some unexpected ways. And this year, I really am leaning into more happiness. And this is going to have a lot to do with our topic of discussion for today, which is all about enlightenment and what it means to seek enlightenment, enlightenment on a spiritual path and to seek mastery in some ways, and how that can actually hinder us in some ways and actually take away from a sense of self-worth and confidence uh, when we look at it through a certain lens that um, I think has become westernized in some interesting ways. Um, But this is a theme that came up with one of my own healers recently. We got down to the question basically of what is this all for? What is the purpose of life, you know, from my perspective as she was helping me work through this and Um, I was trying to bring up a core belief that has caused some wounding or some difficulty for me over my lifetime so far. And what it really boiled down to was this craving to reach enlightenment and to master life in itself. And she so beautifully reflected back to me. She was like, Helen, that doesn't sound very fun, does it? You know, it sounds like you're going to school and that you're kind of kicking your feet (laughs) on the way there. And I thought she just hit the nail on the head. I said, yeah, it does kind of feel like that. Um, Mastering the spiritual experience feels a lot like 
studying for a test in so many ways. And it's been something that's been living in my subconscious for so long. I don't actively think about this at all, but I do find that the times in which I'm hardest on myself or judge myself the most are the times when I feel like I'm not on the path to enlightenment, like I quote unquote should be. So this was a big part of my healing over the last couple of weeks was to bring this to the surface and really start to ask myself, like, is this the most joyful way of living? Um, Is this really leading me toward more happiness and fulfillment? Or is there still a big part of ego that's attached to this? And where can I uproot the irony of that and then bring it to you all in discussion? Um, And this is what I love about this process and of checking in with you all on a week to week basis is because we're all in this process together. Um, Not one of us, not any guru, nobody that you put on a pedestal, you know, is completely above the human experience of suffering on some level. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Um, I think it's it's the art of loving what is. I was talking with a buddy about that over tea today. We were just talking about loving what is, acceptance, radical acceptance of what's unfolding um, before us on our path without judging it or creating some kind of story or narrative around it, but just loving what is. And that is, you know, the practice that Ram Dass taught and teaches throughout his life's work is to become the essence of loving awareness. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to become some, you know, enlightened guru sitting in meditation forever. Um, Loving awareness is a practice. And I think the softest, most gentle version of self mastery, basically, which is which is kind of what we're getting at today. So first point I want to touch on when it comes to seeking enlightenment and being on this path is to be observational of how a lot of this can feel like a carrot on a stick, like we're constantly chasing something that is just out of reach, feeling like it's beyond us, feeling like it's something that we have to attain or become, like we've got to take another course to get there. Uh, We've got to sit in meditation for 20 more days to get there. Like it's just, it feels like it's just out of reach. So I think the practice is to come to terms with that all of this that we're seeking, all of this peace that we're seeking is available to us right in the present moment. So beginning to rewrite our stories of mastery and enlightenment as being a form of presence. And one of the fastest ways to tap into that presence is is gratitude. So it's more of a heart opening, it's more of a softening and less of this harsh, rigid, linear process of like checking all of these boxes to become a master, you know, and and perfect on the spiritual path. There is no blueprint, there is no script for walking this path. The only correct way to do this life is your way. And I do believe that we choose the lifetimes that we're going to enter before we incarnate on earth. I think that we choose even our struggles, especially our struggles, to strengthen ourselves and to learn resilience, but to also learn great joy and to find ways in which to connect to that unity consciousness. So this is why it truly is so kind of pointless to put people on pedestals or think that someone knows better than we do, because only you know what's going to bring you closer to a state of peace and fulfillment. And that's not to say that the journey there 
is supposed to be easy. You know, we talk about this metaphor a lot of pressure creating a diamond and learning how to lean into to pressure to grow and to evolve. But this really comes down to trusting yourself, trusting your authentic code and knowing how to use discernment to really understand, you know, what you like, what you don't like to forge your own path, because there is no wrong way. And you never know, maybe in a past life, you were a high priestess, maybe you were a monk, maybe you were the most stereotypical, most enlightened person. And then you came back in this lifetime, and you're like the complete opposite of that. Both have equally potent teachings in those lifetimes. It's not that one is better than the other. And I think we can pick up on this theme in fables and in stories of like this image of like the beggar actually being the enlightened one and the one that has, you know, the most shameful seeming life actually going through the greatest soul retrieval of all. So this is not only an invitation to be more gentle with yourself, but also everybody else. Um, It is humbling. And it is an expansion of compassion to realize that we are all walking the path most necessary for us to reach a greater sense of self-actualization. But along, you know, those same terms, it's understanding that the grasping can be put down, that we can allow ourselves to lean into where we presently are and know that that's enough that it's not always about hitting the next level and the next level and the next level. And, you know, now I'm thinking of Scientology. It's like cults are created this way and hierarchies are created this way of always convincing us that there's a next level to reach. What if it's just about experiencing what is and letting yourself feel feel it deeply so that you can alchemize it and you can return to love? What if that's the only thing to do? What if it's not about sitting in meditation for 17 hours, you know? What if it's just about learning to love what is? I do think meditation (laughs) helps you get there into that state uh, a lot faster. But yeah, I think the whole point of this conversation is to understand that you're exactly where you need to be for your soul's evolvement. And essentially also that when the student is ready, the teacher appears and the right teacher for you will always arrive at the right time on your path, whether it's in the form of a person or a place or a piece of art or a song that's guiding you closer to that sense of connection and that peace. But I needed to hear that from my own healer this last couple weeks that this isn't meant to be such a harsh schooling and this harsh disciplinary process of self-actualization and that you know, I'm enough and you are enough just as you are right in this present moment. And there's a perfection to the imperfection that we're all experiencing. So may this be an exhale for you. May this be a permission slip for you to actually enjoy where you are without grasping for the next moment, which is always escaping us. We exist in the eternal now. There's always and only now. So how can you alter your current experience to be more radically accepting of whatever's coming up and loving yourself through any of that, knowing that there is no such thing as a wrong emotion. I think that's the process and that's the encouragement. So this was just a quickie for today to help you drop more deeply into that introspection of why you're here, what you're moving through, and to give yourself grace in your present processes and to understand that where you are is perfect and we're all walking each other home, right? 
We're all walking each other home and we're not being tested all the time to see how good we are. You know, we're not in this court of judgment by God, you know, we're in this opportunity as human beings to figure out just how to exist more deeply in love and acceptance of what is. So maybe this week you can let it be easier. Maybe you can let the weight of the world fall off of your shoulders just for a little while. And maybe you can be more gentle with yourself. And I think that's the the full circle that we're really coming back to is separating the ego from this path and just leaning into fully and radically accepting who we are across all timelines and in all forms. I love you. I'll talk to you on the next one. Final note before we hop off is that the waitlist for the Confidence Mentorship is open just for a few more days. This gives you early access to apply and enroll and a discount. This is a 16-week deep dive into your healing journey one-on-one with me. So if you're feeling ready and called to take the first few months of this new year to the next level and to quantum leap and really discover the power that has always been within you, come join me in mentorship. The link is in the description. Talk soon.